Hello. Hi there, and welcome to Silver Lines Podcast, episode six. six. And this is supposed to be the June 2019 episode. Which is being recorded in June. Wink, wink. It's it's actually September, middle of September 2019. Did we slack off? Yes, yes. and no. And no. Well, we recorded a, an episode in June, so the... Uh, but we didn't like it. But basically, uh, if you're a first-time listener, welcome to our podcast. My name is Joseph Soria. I'm George Arevalo. And basically, this podcast, we talk about um, grief. Yeah, there you <laughs> uh, go. Both our parents died. Not both. Okay. One of our... <laughs> George's mom passed away about a little over a year ago. My dad passed away. And we used... Being the millennials that we are, we couldn't afford therapy. Uh, just kidding. We yeah. kind of... We did go. I lost my insurance. But... <laughs> oh, I did go to therapy. Um, but we, uh, we started a podcast cause it was the millennial thing to do to process our grief mm-hmm. and learn to talk about our feelings as men in the yes. 21st century by throwing money at the problem. Yes. Did we throw money? <laughs> like 70 bucks. Anyways. Yeah. But the, um, yeah. So once a month we try to get together and kind of just talk about, um, our grieving process months or years later now. Um, and just uh, get together and do one event a month off our bucket list. Um, and we kind of just use it as an excuse to catch up and yeah, just kind of check each other um, where we're at mentally and emotionally. And so, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, our and, and along with, uh, so for the June 2019 episode, our bucket list item that we did for that month, which we recorded an episode, but we didn't like it, pew, pew. Um, was the pew, pew. shooting range. We shot pew pews. So we went to the uh, downtown LA uh, uh, gun gun club? gun club, the gun club? LA gun club, mm-hmm. um, and it was both our times shooting shooting uh, a Glock. Shooting. Yeah, yeah, we a shot Glock seventeen. Mm-hmm. Um, so George, how was that for you? We'll start with that, and then we'll get into the grieving. <laughs> let me let me go back in time. I mean, it just happened recently, so. Uh, it was uncomfortable. I've never held a gun before. I've been uncomfortable. You grew up in California. Guns. Yeah. We both grew up in Southern California, Orange mm-hmm. County. Yeah. I had no need to to own a gun or yeah. go anywhere near a gun. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're fun to shoot in video games. Yeah. But that's like a whole different thing. I'm very disconnected from it. To actually hold something with that much power, it terrified me. Yeah. Not going to lie. Um, How about you? Yeah, very much the same thing. I'd never really, I think I'd held a gun before, but never shot it. Um, yeah, it was just, you know, in California, Southern California, such an unfamiliar thing, you know? We don't go hunting here. The culture is different from, like, say, the Midwest, where people grow up hunting for sport, for game, or uh, or for survival, you know, just to get food. So uh, my parents never had a gun, never part of our whole, I feel like Latino people just don't own guns much. Just because it's not a thing, um, yeah. maybe in California, but um, yeah, it was. Uh, I came into it um, very reluctant as well. I was like, we got into the gun club, and immediately there's bangs coming out everywhere, and um, it was a little with the whole culture, right, or um, environment right on in the U.S. about gun shootings and it's kind of insane how when we first did the 
episode, there's been what two more mass shootings in the last mm, since yeah. the original episode, 2019. Oh, El Paso, I think Daytona, and oh my god, there's one more. Damn, I'm forgetting the name of it. I forget the name of it. Yeah, so it's horrible. So going into that, I was like scared. I was like, oh my god, it's so unfamiliar. This is horrifying. Um, but I was like, I want to learn what responsible gun owners look like, you know? And mm-hmm. I want to, you know, maybe one day I want a gun for safety. Um, so we went in there and I was a little taken aback because we just signed a couple. Everyone was very professional, all the staff there. But mm-hmm. it seemed very easy to just get a gun in your hand and go practice at the range. And, you know, they were giving me the gun and we, we, we just signed a couple papers or ID and that's about it. Um, but yeah. And, and then we went into the shooting range and, and there was a guy shooting like a, an assault rifle next to us. And Odessa. it was so. Odessa was the latest. What? Odessa was the latest mass shooting. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Go on. Sorry. Yeah, so there was a guy shooting an assault rifle next to us, and that was insane. It was so loud. You could hear it through both sets of earmuffs. Yeah. Like, was, the earplugs and then the earmuffs. Yeah, that was terrifying. When I first heard it go off, it terrified me. It shook me Yeah. So <laughs> to I, my core. God, it was kind of horrifying. And and honestly, the first 20 minutes of us being inside the, the lane was us kind of just getting acclimated mm-hmm. to the whole environment. To the bang-bangs and the boom-booms. Yeah. Um, And so... Yeah, after that, like after getting acclimated, we kind of finally got enough, like, uh, got comfortable enough to, to you know, finally start shooting. Start shooting. And even then, we didn't know what to do that much because mm-hmm. they kind of just handed us a gun and bullets, and they're like, "Cool, right. here you go. Yeah. Like, this is how you load it. Go do it." Mm-hmm. And they're like, "If you have questions, ask the gun, the range master." Mm-hmm. And then the range master, you know, he's just walking around. He's just there watching yeah. everyone. He's not gonna give you instructions of how to shoot a gun. Specifically. Unless, yeah, you asked him for it. But. but, but how is he even gonna explain in the middle of like four dudes or a hundred, not hundred, like twenty people shooting different guns and one of them being an assault rifle? You know? Yeah. Um, guy was a good shot though. The guy with the assault rifle. Oh yeah, like it was like in the navy, I think. Mm-hmm. Some crazy. I don't know. But um, but yeah, um, how was your first like taking your first shot, George? What do you think? Terrifying. I thought it'd be easier to hit the target. Turns out it wasn't. It was very difficult to actually hit them. Yeah. It. Yeah. I, I was. I think I only got like six shots in out of the. How many did we split? Because we bought one ammunition box. I think it was fifty in it. So mm-hmm. I think I got like less than half in the target. Yeah. Before we were done with the session. You had a good. I thought you were pretty good for your first time though. And, and yeah, and what else? And your, your like, uh, your form. I was very impressed. I was like, dude, all those video games paid off. <laughs> hey, take, uh, take the lessons where you can find them. Yeah. Um, but then after a while, yeah, after a while, first couple shots, you were like scared and then you, mm-hmm. after that, I just kind of relaxed. Confident. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then same here. I was like, at first I was very like unfamiliar with it but after the first couple of shots right okay this feels familiar mm-hmm. and and you learned uh, i came out with it after the whole experience like coming out with a lot more respect for a gun instead of definitely, fear definitely Fe- both fear but also like respect kind of like appreciation the fear of god for them, more yeah. less. <laughs> fear of god it's like a respectful fear um mm-hmm. and then the original episode we recorded months ago in june Mm-hmm. We got a little too political. We got so we, like we went. It. We went to a lot of places. Yeah. So, 
Um, but we did touch a, a little bit, and we will probably touch a, a little bit right now, mm-hmm. just about the whole because uh, gun violence epidemic in the U.S. And it's kind of crazy because since June, when we actually did the event, mm-hmm. there's been three mass shootings. That's horrible and sad. And there's got to be a way to fix it. And and we're all kind of still figuring out that answer. I mean, yeah, personally, just just more background checks, stricter stricter yeah. laws on it is just what the basics well, the of thing what is, I'm going with. Yeah, no one, we haven't done anything Mm-mm. and something has to change. Like the definition of insanity is doing the same thing. Like, you so think something would happen after Sandy Hook, yeah. after Orlando, I, after Vegas. <laughs> it's very frustrating to be yeah. in the midst of all this and... It's the same thing over and over. Yeah. Uh, prayers and thoughts. It's at that point. It's like we should have done something before the before this mass shooting. We should have done something before that mass shooting. Yeah. And it just keeps going back. Yeah, it's horrible. You um, can't tell. We're we're against. We're what's what's what is it? Anti. Anti. Or, no. Pro gun laws. I think I don't. I don't even know if I. I'm just pro change something. You know, and we have it. Like I'm, I'm very like blurry, my political stances, mm-hmm. but um, I just think something needs to change. Whether it's I think background checks is just a good place to start. Cause mm-hmm. yeah, we got we got they didn't even ask if we were crazy. Like we looked fine. What if what if I think we had just, we had this conversation in the car over. Yeah, where we were like. We looked at each other. Like, I was like, do, do I, I trust, trust you, you with a gun? gun? <laughs> We're like, fuck. We've known each other for 20 plus years. And oh, like, God. do I do I know him that well? Like, how do I know he's not going to like friendly fire my foot? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was a very crazy eye-opening experience. Um, but how, hmm, I'm saying how we can connect that to the process of grief, which is interesting because we haven't talked about we haven't podcasted in like three months. Yeah. Without All getting the, too much into the other months we want to cover. Mm-hmm. Um, it's tough because like all I just kind of want to go on about is gun laws and like where yeah. they're at. But that's not what this... We're not a political podcast. No. We're just two people who know jack shit. Our parents died and <laughs> we just wanted to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And, and, and yeah, do one thing a month. Uh, so... Interesting. Um, yeah, how are you mentally, like emotionally? I guess we could talk about at that the six part. months. At that, that six at months that slash. Six, yeah. I think uh, I was a little on the down in the dumps a bit because I think when we did the last podcast and I forgot to bring it then. That's kind of one of the reasons why I wanted to re-record this. Yeah. Was uh, it was my mom's birthday? Like mm. probably that same week we shot some guns. Real? Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, I think you, she, didn't, you didn't mention it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, just because. We're better about it now. We're making lists. Yeah. <laughs> Checking them twice. Formats. Yeah. And yeah, I was just a little bummed then. Because then June 28th was her birthday. Wow. She would have been 43. What? She was that young? Yeah. Holy crap. She was just in her early 40s. What the? Dude, my dad was f- 60, dude. And even then, this meeting with the DP uh, that we just met for this... Mm-hmm the show we're, we're gonna do soon he's 60 when i was telling him about my dad he was mm-hmm. like dude dude he's so young he's like the director is 60 don't tell him that or he'll get scared <laughs> and i was like crap like yeah, yeah. 60 is young and so hearing 43 yeah dude it, yeah oh god it really sucks wow how old is your dad uh 
I think they were like 10 years apart. So your dad was like 50 Yeah, he's in 54, 55 at the moment. Yeah. So around there. And yeah, it was was a bummer. Can't, yeah. I wish I was back then because I could tell you more how I feel. Yeah. But it just, yeah. It's always a bummer when those times come around. And then with the holidays coming out around, around as well, it just like, you just kind of hit like kind of a low point. A little, not too much of a low point, but you just kind of get a little bit gloomy. The yeah. seasonal sadness of not having having that one person around. Yeah. Eh, yeah. Man, we'll see how this, we'll see how the season goes. Yeah. How about you? How's it? How's everything uh, at that six month mark, if you remember? June. Oh. I don't remember. <laughs> but I remember feeling healthy enough mentally to walk into a gun place and and, and shoot guns shoot at a, a target and, and not be doubting my mental health. <laughs> Which is scary that people can go in there and they don't vet them that quickly or that Intensely. I mean, why would why would anyone go in there and try to shoot shoot up a gun store? I guess that's true, because then you get shot pretty quick. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just thinking mm. about people who aren't. That's just so sad. Sorry, I keep getting political. Dang it. Yeah. No, it's um, yeah, it's hard. But um, yeah. I mean, that was my dad passed away April first, twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. Which April? May, June, July. So it's about a month and three, a year and three months, and around June. Um, but I've been figuring stuff out, a lot of personal, um, stuff. So I think I kind of got distracted for those summer mm-hmm. months. There was a lot of personal things I was going through. Yeah. Um, and, and starting to pick up a lot of work. So that was a good way to keep me busy. Mm-hmm. But then that kind of reminds me of just, uh, you know, you never want to be too busy to where you don't. Don't, yeah. Take note of your mental status. Yeah, because then once the work stops for a little <sighs> bit, it just kind of like everything you've been putting off yeah, like for you. yourself. It yeah, yeah. It comes at you fast. Um. So, and you know, we're working on balancing that always. Yeah. Sometimes something else has to has to take priority. Yeah, the whole work life balancing. Like you know, there's a lot of people I talk to who say like it's not a thing. Something will always suffer. And I guess it's true, you know? Mm-hmm. And you just got to have to be okay with that. Like, hey, this is like work. This season that I'm in is going to be more focused on work or family or volunteering at church or something. And so, um, mm-hmm. so yeah, it, it kind of rotates in you. I think it's when you learn to accept that it is what it is and you're not fully in control of everything as much as you want to be. Mm-hmm. Things are going to be work out, and not to not have your expectations too yeah. high. Expectations sometimes lead to misery. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, wow. I don't. I'm still we're, on the fence of yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how we're 15 minutes into this, and we are. Uh, I feel like we summed up June pretty well. We, yeah, it's just it's very it's it's very difficult to go back three months. Yeah, and remember how you felt about that. Yeah. Like I can, I still have the same strong feelings about like anything political and yeah. stuff, but I just, 
I don't want to. I don't want the entire podcast just to be that because yeah. that's what happened. That, well, that's what we did for the original episode. Yeah, that's what happened. We got into a lot of different <laughs> topics, and we're like we just next we know it's like an hour much. of like us. So yeah, that's going to be an unreleased one for 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 ourselves personally. Yeah, because we it. want this podcast, and thank you, our one listener. Hi, Jordan. Hey, Jordan. <laughs> for bearing with us. Um, the yeah, we're still figuring out. You know, we want this to be kind of a part journal but part mm-hmm. an audio learn, journal for us learning to open up to other people ourselves and process and talk about grief mm-hmm. not only that but also talk about life so yeah so we're so at that point we were at the six mark six month mark for our six, podcast for our podcast and we were trying to do a thing yeah, yeah. Right? how did it has it helped you at all the podcast i think we've already we talked it, about though. that a little okay yeah yeah it did it, it has kind of helped a little oh dude it 1000 percent helped and i'll touch on this in our june july our august <laughs> catch-up episode okay yeah but um suicide prevention day oh wait no it's september dang well to uh well, suicide forward. prevention day was um was like this in september so right now during the this recording there, yes. so i would definitely and and on that day I wanted to publicly announce our podcast because we kind of haven't really done any promos for it because um, I thought that'd be a good thing because yeah honestly at that six month mark I was even thinking the same thing like wow this podcast has helped me a lot when it comes to processing opening up um, learning to be vulnerable with myself and mm-hmm. with a friend you right and it opened up a lot of interesting conversations amongst co-workers and friends and family mm-hmm. of like oh hey I have this podcast. It's about grief. We talk no holds barred about feeling sad, mm-hmm. feeling like you don't want to get out of bed, like feeling at the end of the world because you've you lost the person that you, you love dearly, mm-hmm. um, being depressed, um, having suicidal thoughts, which I don't know if we've ever talked about that much. Um, but too powerful we? to kill. <laughs> I know my mom would kill me. Should bring me back from the dead and kill me if I did that. So, um, but no, I don't know. And 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 what else? Uh, wow, my train of thought just went out there. Um, That's what the podcast is. The the we're talking about the purpose of the podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Has oh, yeah. it helped and, you? Yeah, and and it's definitely helped. And and I think a lot. One of the goals was just learn to get rid of the stigma of like, oh, within the community of like male like men within the latino community that you know we don't talk about mental health because it's taboo because i think in the latino culture very much within, like so. group of groups of guys it's just not a thing you discuss you don't ask your bro and you're like like oh it's a plan hold for sound I'm just kidding that was a film joke um but yeah like in our guy friend circles like you don't know it's not mm-hmm. really um it's not the usual to be like, "Hey, bro, like, how's uh, how's your mental health doing?" Yeah, like, are, think, you, are you feeling healthy? Yeah, that's something I've been trying to do uh, more and more nowadays. Yeah. I like whenever I have a one-on-one with anyone, wow. I I just sit across from them and like, "Hey, dude, how are you?" Like, actually, like yeah. beyond the, "How are you doing?" And then if they just answer like, "Oh, I'm fine," no, I'm, I ask like, "How? Like, how are you doing?" Yeah, actually, like, and then get more specific. And would you say the pot this podcast helped oh, you? This podcast has definitely helped with oh. being a little uh, more open to talking with people. Yeah, it's I I love that. I used to never really talk about my feelings at all, wow. just because that's the way I was 
because I never saw my dad do it. Mm. So it just kind of rolled over to me until like, I yeah. just, yeah, I eventually broke at one point. Yeah. I, I needed to break. Well, that's such a good point you bring up that, you know, we grew up seeing the example of our parents, grandparents, our culture. The Latino culture is just so normal for men to, there's a lot of toxic, which we talked about in one of our first episodes, toxic mm -hmm. masculinity. Guys don't show feelings. Guys are supposed to be strong for the family. They don't cry. Mm -hmm. They're not weak. Um, I think there's a, still a lot of that we carry with us. That Definitely. We're learning to let go. Yeah. Slowly break that yeah. chain. Because it leads to unhealthy mindsets and expectations of, okay, cool. I can't be vulnerable. I can't be weak. Mm -hmm. When you have to be honest with yourself in those moments and be like, like I'm so yeah. uh, weak. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so down right now. Cause that way you can talking about it helps you get out of it. Um, Most and there was, death. Oh my God. And it's September now, but I know we're, this is the June episode, but one example is th this last week, dude, for on suicide national, like suicide prevention day, there was this pastor of an Orange County church and Jared Wilson, I think is his name, who openly talked, he had a ministry where he openly talked about struggling with like depression and suicidal thoughts, but he was a Christian and he would still be like, Hey, it's okay to be Christian and still, you know, go through these things. But on, on That's awesome. a couple, it was, it was awesome because it's also taboo in mm -hmm. like Christian circles. Yeah. I'd imagine people are like, Oh, once you have Jesus, all your problems are solved. It's like, nah, bro. Like, <laughs> We're transformed from the inside out, and it's mm. a process, you know, um, of learning to live that new life. Um, and so, yeah, what he was doing a lot of groundbreaking work and of opening up conversations within the Christian culture. But then he committed suicide like a couple days ago. Wait. Yeah, you I may think, have seen it on the news. I think I may have seen this, yeah. And my heart was so broken. I was like, oh, dude. Like he was doing such Wasn't good he? work and it was yeah. so heartbreaking. I think I did see it. And yeah, that's, yeah. it sucks. When, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it really sucks when someone does that. And, and to think that the guy who was openly talking about it yeah. like, and, and openly vulnerable with it still it's got to a point of desperation. It always feels those people who always talk about it openly are the ones who always seem to mm. be suffering the most. Yeah, yeah. And they're and real. they're able to take uh, someone else's pain and maybe they don't put it anywhere else. They just yeah. take it all in for themselves. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. But I don't know. I've never had really those thoughts. Really? Yeah. Mm. I, it's, yeah. I think I, I, as much as like I've been down in the dumps, I've been frustrated, I've been angry. I was yeah. like, I've never, I can honestly say I've never thought about anything, yeah. any suicidal thoughts. I just, yeah. I, Keep going. I, Sorry. Yeah, no, it's all good. I've, uh, I think it's somewhere deep, like just, just me as a person, who I am. Yeah. I think the thought of living is, is just, is too amazing to yeah. just let it go to waste. Yeah. Is how I viewed it. Yeah. And maybe that's what kept it. Yeah. I don't know where that came from, hmm. but it's just always been there for me. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's all I can say about that. Yeah, I, I had them when I was at my really, really, really low point. Suicidal thoughts. Um, but I never got into the specifics of like, oh, this is how I'm going to do it. Because I think that's where people or doctors mm. are like, okay, you should really see a specialist. Talk to, 
the point I was trying to make earlier was like, it's you got to be able to talk about it, and I'm thankful at, for the six months in pod, of the podcast. Six months, wink, wink. Um, because yeah, it helped us talk about it. Um, and for me, on the topic of suicidal thoughts, yeah, the, at my lowest when my right, like around April, right when my dad passed away, got out of a really bad break or went through this horrible breakup, um, and was in the process of like not working. And moving apartments was just a really, really low point in my life. I was like, I don't want... I remember sitting in my apartment all alone, empty apartment. I was in the process of moving. And I was like, fuck. Like, I don't want to be here. I was like, I just want to go away right now. Like, there's so much pain and hurt, and I'm like, and I don't want to deal with it. And then my mind would be like, well... How am I going to do that? And I was like, oh, and then I t- told myself, I was like, I don't want to go there. I don't want to think about that because I don't even want my mind to go there. And there's too many people in my life who I care about that would suffer because of that. Mm-hmm. My mom, my brother, my sister, my friends, family. Um, and, and at that point in my life, I was just like, as much as I kind of got into a dark hole, and I even still, you know, we all go into our dark holes or corners. And, and the last year and a half has been so instrumental in learning to build healthy habits and not let myself run away, but rather run towards people. Mm-hmm. Um, through friends, family, therapy, church, this podcast. The, um, yeah, the those thoughts, I never really gave them more too, atten- too much yeah. attention. But I would say that really low point in my life was one where I was like, oh my God, like, I just don't want to be here. But mm-hmm. thankfully with those things I just talked about, um, my support system, I was able to not listen to those dark negative thoughts and be like, all right, I'm not going to give this any time of day. I can do this. I can get out of this hole. And and I was blessed. I'm so lucky and blessed to be able to have that support system that helped me climb out of that well. And, and I did. And here we are. And it's still, you know, a process for all of us. I'm proud of you, dude. Thanks, dude. I had no idea. And yeah, yeah. Never, you never, yeah. I guess you never talked about it. Holy crap. You never talked about that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, big. Yeah. And and even on that day that Jared Wilson, God bless his soul, um, killed himself, I was, th- it got me thinking. I was like, how could someone get to that point? That makes me so sad. Yeah, and I was like, and they got me thinking. The dark part of my brain was like, "Do you remember when you were gonna do that?" I was like, "How would you do it?" And I was like, "No, no, 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 no!" Like, I'm not gonna get into that dark part of my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, I, "I don't need to think about that because I don't need that in my life right now." Don't tap the glass. You oh, can sorry. hear it on the thing. <laughs> sorry, George was talking about me tapping the glass. Yeah, but yeah, suicide is um. It's just like passing all the hurt that you have onto other people. Feels like. Yeah. And and I understand. I don't obviously pass judgment on anyone who has had those thoughts. I've had them. Or who has committed suicide. I, I understand it. And then. But it's just sad. It doesn't change the fact that it's sad. Mm-hmm. And I, that I personally don't see myself ever wanting to put anyone in my life around me through that. So. But I know there's a whole lot of other factors that people go through 
mental yeah health and even the chemical makeup mm. of the someone's brain is different you know it's insane so there's a whole bunch of factors the world is always better with you in it even if it doesn't feel like it at the moment thanks man you too are you sure a no kidding <laughs> i'm pretty great you're pretty great bro i don't know ah that was heavy that was a heavy that, yeah that wow took a, that, that took, took a, a heavy <laughs> turn <laughs> well yeah at least it wasn't all politics like our original episode hey. all right um, we're cutting this one short yes just because we have so this is our catch-up episodes yeah um this which is we're trying to keep june. under 30 minutes yep this this is for june 2019 this is georgia revelo this is joseph soria bye bye and signing off bye but up but up but up